Happy Monday, everybody. Hey, we live in a world where you cannot use words like patriot, constitution, freedom, or even America without being accused of being a fascist, insurrectionist, or traitor. You fill in the adjective. It makes you one big bully. You are the great oppressor. We're living in an age where the oppressed, or at least those with a perceived sense of oppression, determine the rules of engagement. You cannot have a conversation without being penalized or marginalized, because even a slip of the lip is going to get you hung by the tongue. We aren't allowed to speak in the platitude of being superior or great without fear of somehow offending those that believe themselves, or at least the world around them, to be oppressed. We can't even speak accurately of historic narratives because someone in history had to be oppressed in order for, order for those, you know, just for the stories to be written. Oppression is now a badge of honor. If you can claim to be oppressed, then you're also claiming to be faultless and without guilt. Some of those who might claim an ancestry of slavery refuse to own their own ancestral guilt and their own forefathers' participation in such a barbaric tragedy. Because, yes, to tell the full narrative of history reminds us that even those who were at some point in time oppressed were at another point in time equally the oppressors. The oppression of blacks, for instance, in America must indeed necessitate the original starting point of the blacks who sold them off in the first place. See where I'm going with that? History's ugly, folks, and everyone in it is guilty for the times in which they live. You and I cannot—we can only be held accountable for the times in which we live, the today over which we've been made stewards. Now, my responsibility towards yesterday is to learn from it and not to repeat its mistakes. It's not my responsibility to make up for its sins. No generation is capable of that. That's a Herculean feat. Now, any advancement of human history has— by its very nature, required the oppression of certain peoples. That's just human nature. That is the reality of history. Just ask the Sumerians, the ancient Egyptians, ancient and imperial China, the Mayans, the Greeks, the Romans. They have all been oppressors. Which, which of their victories over weaker peoples would you like to take responsibility for? Unless you're building a time machine and taking an army to destroy those oppressors, there's literally nothing you can do about the past. And even if you could, there's a good chance you may just destroy your very own lineage. See where I'm going with that one? Yeah. Now I digress. While we have spent a generation in self-flagellation reminding ourselves that America was built on the backs of the oppressed and that we oppressed and displaced people in order to have what we now have— we have now taken on the very nature of the oppressed offendedness and thin-skinned victimhood, which means if we don't reel that shit in real quick, we're about to really and actually be oppressed by peoples that haven't bought into the whole woke, be nice, socially distant, save grandma agenda. But we have to remember the people we've oppressed and make reparations for those we've displaced. That usually comes from someone who's posting underneath a profile picture that contains a lower third caption telling the world about the greatness of the white man's medicine and vaccine. People have gotten soft, folks. So while the Russians and the Chinese trained their men for hardships, we're holding training sessions and shooting off memos regarding gender roles and greater understanding. CNN spent two years with a death counter on the screen telling us how many people died from COVID. Now they've replaced it with the Ukrainian death toll. Why must we always be reminded that someone somewhere is always dying a needless, senseless, and probably oppressed death? Forget the fact that it's happened throughout human history. Now we need to be reminded that innocent people are suffering at the hands of mean people, and we need to justify our first world comfortable existence by changing our profile picture to a flag or a color. Aren't we so nice and understanding? We can't even fire off a harsh text message without adding LOL so as to soften the blow. 
Everyone wants to be oppressed these days because like the aforementioned mighty nations, the way to perceived power is now through being woke and thus being weak. But are we really weak? Well, it all depends on if you're capable of canceling people, right? Or deplatforming, demonetizing, whatever. The way to the top is, is these days seeing how far down at the bottom you can prove yourself to be. How can we be the lowest, most marginalized subset of the, subset of the smallest cat subcategory of people on earth? Woe is me. This is the power of being weak. The way up is down. This is the power of being nothing and accomplishing nothing. Because let's face it, I could have been great if I hadn't been born into an oppressive world with all of my many problems and insurmountable issues. If it hadn't have been for you, you cisgendered, hetero, patriarchal, normative, white man spreading, splaining, dead namers, I could have been successful in life. But instead, I'm doomed to be misunderstood forever. And for that, you owe me. Launch the nukes now, Vladimir. We are screwed. Ah, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, we, the oppressed, are coming to you weekly and weekly. <laughs> all depends on how you spell it. The puppet master, the perfectionist, Mark, is driving us into the nether regions of all things, insanity and oppression, along with Super Mario Mark. I mean, Chris, whatever your name is, Chris Cruz. Uh, in, uh, I, di I didn't mean to dead name you. <laughs> and by the way. And of course, the evil Josiah is over there. Wave at everybody, Josiah. Josiah's hanging out. And by the way. Yes. Have you seen the latest a bunch of reviews for this show. I am America's spiritual I animal. I saw that. So, how dare you then name Crit America's spiritual uh, animal? You are. You are. If 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 POCs could have a spirit animal, if American POCs could have spirit animals, it would be Chris Cruz. It would look and sound like Chris Cruz. Uh, I did see that review. I thought it was awesome. Um, I want everybody to go leave a rating and review for this show. Five stars is what we take because that's what we deserve. And make sure that you're leaving a review. I want you to tell me your thoughts on Chris Cruz. Uh, I still have never, never been satisfied with the Super Mario um, moniker for you, but uh, I, I do like. Um, I, I've already, I already have started. Just off the cuff, I named um, uh, Josiah the evil agent, just because he's just over there watching. He's like Big Brother, just watching over your shoulder. Uh, and uh, anyway, I'm glad Josiah's in the room. Josiah's uh, checking things out around the studio right now. And uh, who knows? Maybe he'll be working here at the place at some point in time. Um, but no, that's the deal. That's what I was thinking about yesterday. The way up is down now. The way to be strong is to be weak. You've got to be oppressed. That's what you've got to be. You've got to be oppressed these days. Um, so... Look at the great nations, the great civilizations, the conquering peoples of history, whether it is the Sumerians or the Egyptians or the imperial or ancient Chinese or um, the Greeks, the Romans, the Mayans, on and on and on it goes. You know, Napoleon forced his soldiers to carry a map in their backpacks that was, that was painted in the tricolors of France that, it, that showed the entire world under French domination. But these days, the domination comes not from bullets and missiles and cannons, not from bloodshed. It comes from being woke and vocabulary and controlling the language. And if you don't use the language properly, then, uh, then you're going to get marginalized. You're going to get labeled. You're going to be canceled. And so here we are. 
we don't know what to do with this situation in Ukraine. We, we, don't, we can't define it because it defies the woke language. People are actually dying. Lands are actually being invaded. Missiles are actually being launched. What do we do? Who is the big meanie? Is it Putin? Is Zelensky an actor? Is he a puppet? The people are caught in the crossfire. Who do we villainize? We don't know. We don't know what the hell's going on. We just know it's bad. And this morning I filled up my truck with diesel fuel and it was $5 a gallon. They couldn't find themselves. The Chevron could not find themselves the strength to actually say $5 a gallon. So they had to say $4.99.99. (laughs) They couldn't come up with that one thousandth of a penny to make it five dollars but i got a feeling it's headed over the mark here pretty soon uh we 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 know that the supply chain issues exist we don't know what happened to covid it disappeared it's gone poof it's gone we haven't seen anthony fauci where the hell is that guy where did he burrow into He's like the groundhog. They put him back in the box to see maybe maybe after the war is over and the midterms are done, we'll see if Fauci can come out and see his shadow. Six small weeks of Omicron. I don't know. I mean, we haven't had a variant. We have not had a variant since Putin went into Ukraine. I'm confused here. And I said on the Twitter, <laughs> I think it was Saturday morning, I said, I'm so confused because I don't know what to do with myself since Anthony Fauci is no longer on the news telling me how I should live my life and stay healthy. And people are pissed at me, man. The trolls are out in full force. So I put this new shirt out right here. Look at this, Chris. I love it. Unapologetic freedom. Sexy. I put it out. And people are losing their effing minds. You racist. That's a shirt for people who hate those people. Let me ask you a question, Chris. You're a POC. (laughs) You're you're our in-house POC. Okay. If, and I'm going to give Sydney Watson the, the credit for this because she inspired me with this thought. If, um, if the liberals, the progressives own the mainstream institutions, whether that's the media, whether that's, well, government right now in America, if they own the inner cities, if they own the big cities, the metropolitan areas, if the progressives own the courts, if they own the educational system, if they own, um, gosh, big tech, and on and on it goes. I mean, my God, they own everything. But yet we still claim that the problem in America is systemic racism Well, if they own all the institutions, then isn't it on them to make the change? Either they're keeping it alive for some reason, fostering it, allowing it, promoting it. Because I don't understand. Like me, I just have a lowly little talk show on Blaze TV. Whenever they write stories about me, the Washington Examiner did it this week, or, uh, God, there was some article that came out just this morning that I thought was fantastic from, wait a minute, a huge publication called (laughs) techdirt.com. You are, you know, everybody kept kept saying you're you're running for governor for increase your clout. Yes. My goodness, you made it. I did it. You made it. Tech dirt, what? TechDirt.com. Dude, that's like next to TechCrunch.com. I mean, seriously, bro. Like, I might as well be on Vox. 
<laughs> but they called me Chad Prather who? In this article because we sued Facebook and we won. And they can't stand it. Now imagine being a shill for big tech, right? Uh, I just have this. I'm just Chad Prather who? I'm nobody. I, I, I can't influence the, the systemic racism, the oppression. How am I supposed My I'm nobody. People come at me all day long and tell me what a nobody I am. You know, they call me Chad Blather. They call me <laughs> Chad Pranther. They call me Chris. <laughs> all day they do. It's a C-H, not with a K like yours. So, so why is it that the powers that be aren't fixing all of this oppression? And again, I'm going to say, as I've been saying already now for 12 minutes, oppression is the currency of the day. The victimization, the victimhood, the perceived um, persecution, that is the, that is the monetary, that, that's what you got to have, man. So if you, can, if you can claim all the stuff, if you can be a POC, well, let me just do it the opposite way. If you're like me, you're a white heterosexual Christian conservative male that wears a cowboy hat and uses a diesel truck to burn up the ozone layer, you're public enemy number one. If you're the opposite of all of that shit, well, then you're, you go, you're golden. You're golden. So when Vladimir launches the nuclear bombs on America, they probably won't even hit your black ass, right? That you're exempt. Nothing's going to happen. If you're poor, if you're trans, if you're woke, if, if you write for techdirt.com, you're probably going to be completely immune from the radiation fallout. It's going to be fantastic. You did it. You effing did it. You figured out a way to, surprise, to, to survive the regimes, these oppressive world powers. It's just going to be white people like me that are going to die. You know why? Because apparently now the nuclear bombs are discriminant. They only discriminate against me, the white guy. They're going to come after my supremacy. Y'all are stupid. That's the problem. You're just stupid. And, and the people that want to come at me on this stuff, you're wrong. And there's no straw man logic that you can put up there that I won't just keep knocking off your stupid pedestal. <sighs> I'm glad I got that off my chest. I'm going to talk about another douchebag after the break called Justin Trudeau, but don't go anywhere. Uh, before we take a break, the headlines... They're getting worse every day. No solution in sight, especially for you white people. <laughs> Inflation, we know it's on the rise, and the world is unraveling more and more by the minute. Is anybody's guess what could happen next? <sighs> what can you do to protect yourself and your family? Do what I did. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Get prepared today. Get ahead of tomorrow's uncertainty. My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in the country, providing millions of Americans with the survival supplies they need to tackle crisis with confidence. From months of emergency meals to water purification products, they'll have what you need to stay secure in shaky times. Stock up on supplies at MyPatriotSupply.com before the panic sets in. Soon enough, those grocery store shelves may be empty, but yours won't be. Fast shipping, unmarked boxes, discreet delivery. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Prepare today. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. And we'll be right back. Man, what do y'all want to talk about now? Uh, God, I think that pretty much this entire show, all we ever do is just expose the uh, woke hypocrisy that exists out there. Um, I, 
I don't know. Like, I think that you could just say whatever you want to say. And if you have the mainstream media on your side, they're going to spin it to make you just look like clean as a whistle. Like you, you could one day you could be a dictator and then tomorrow you can come out and speak against dictatorship and you could be the leader of a free country and you could say these things uh, like back in, I don't know, like 10 years ago, you can actually give a speech where you say, I'm envious of China and the way they govern their people. And then you could just keep on going. And like, nobody ever brings that up. Issues like, I'm just, you're like, nobody says stuff like that. Nobody, nobody is that big of a hypocrite. Oh, let me present to you exhibit A. Uh, one, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Play it. We've come to a moment that, quite frankly, we've seen coming over the past years. And we've talked about it in, in, in the news, not just about Ukraine, but about democracies around the world, that we see a bit of a slippage <laughs> in our democracies. Countries turning towards slightly more authoritarian leaders. Countries allowing increasing misinformation and disinformation to be shared on social media, turning people against the values and the principles of democracies that are so strong. <laughs> that image is the best that looks like that looks like if your grandma was the bearded lady right that justin trudeau fidel castro man the similarities in those two are uncanny uh really uncanny um yeah back back on point so justin trudeau is the sound that a condom makes when it breaks all right you want to talk about our democracies are experiencing slippage well, maybe because assholes like you don't understand how to run them, uh, which, again, I, you are you ran from your people. You hid from from peaceful protests. You spun it to make it look like these were a bunch of white supremacists and fascists and fringe minority that I mean, these were the truckers of the country that you run. These were the truckers of Canada, the people who keep your supply chain going. They had an issue. People who spend all day alone in their truck, all day, even sleep alone in their truck at night. These were the ones who were saying, you know what? We want to have the choice whether or not we have a medical procedure to keep bringing you your food. And you said this was the fringe group, this neo-Nazi, white supremacist, fascist bunch of people who were peacefully protesting in Ottawa, had driven all the way across the country, and you behave like a dictator. And now you're going to talk about democratic slippage? This guy has one big condom break. I'm telling you, that's my new thing for Justin Trudeau, Chris. He is, he is just, he is an oops on human history. That's so, what he is. He's like, oops? What do you mean, oops? You never, like, in, in the middle, you know, when you're in the back seat with a girl and you're 18 years old, you never want to hear the word oops. <laughs> Justin Trudeau is one big oops. Maybe he was Fidel Castro's oops. I don't know. I don't know. They sure do look alike. Are you saying that that, quote about justin trudeau being the sound of a condom that breaks is that meme worthy <laughs> is that something we need to let's plaster? think about that so let's put our let's put our brains together okay. on this and just say justin trudeau is is the sound that a con no, we got to say it better than that so i was gonna say like a sound that a condom makes when it breaks um 
Justin Trudeau sounds like a condom breaking. Let's put some thought into that. Okay. I, you're going to see that meme, though. You're gonna, and, and listen, while you're leaving those reviews over there telling us about Chris Cruz, you can tell us your thoughts on Justin Trudeau as well. Oh, my gosh. Do not confuse Chris Cruz with Justin Trudeau, okay? Mike, this is, you know, Chris, let's talk about something because you're a mentor. You're a mentor. Okay. Uh, you, you work with a lot of young guys. And, I do. And, and you, you, you speak into their life and you invest in their life. And yeah, that's an important thing. I think what we're seeing, I, I was thinking about this early, early this morning. I think what we're seeing is the result of not only a lack of discipline in our culture, but we're also seeing a lack of mentorship. So who these people who are emerging on the world scene, who, who invested in their life, right? Uh, I, we have a whole generation, which my generation, Generation X, um, we were latchkey kids, okay? Uh, both parents worked. You know, and I'm, again, when I start talking about generations, I'm speaking in generalities. I know everybody's going to have an individual situation that wasn't unique to it. But, but in general, we were latchkey kids. Both parents worked. We came home to an empty house. Television raised us in some ways. Um, and we didn't really know how to go and seek out, you know, our fathers in a lot of ways were married to their careers, uh, and they were very successful. They were prosperous in a lot of ways. Um, and that boomer generation just kind of left us to fend for ourselves in, in many ways. So we're starting to see the results of having a lack of mentorship, discipleship, if you will, where, where somebody older, wiser, experienced, was able to speak into our lives. Yeah, I was fortunate that I had that. I, I have had that. You know, my father uh, was an excellent example. My pastor, my mentor, my spiritual father, Wade Trimmer uh, in Augusta, Georgia, he was a, he was a very uh, influential person in my life for a long time and still remains in this day, so I'm thankful for that voice. Um, it, but, you know, the words of your fathers, right? And, and we don't have that anymore. Chris, are you seeing that? I mean, does that resonate with you in terms of what drives you to kind of speak into the life of the next generation? So, so the, the biggest reason that I do this mentorship is very selfish is because I had it and I'm scared that my sons are not going to have it. Right. And the best way I can explain all this is, Chad, we said this a hundred episodes ago, the pussification of the man. <laughs> There's your meme. So, it's so hardcore that you have all these kids and their parents are so out of whack because the kids are trying to be the what we used to be. But then the parents are like, well, don't be like that. Be be more sensitive. And then they come to me and like, well, I don't feel like I need to cave on this. I'm like, yeah. is this your conviction? It's this when you align yourself with God and you're in your in your spiritual moment and you're reading the Bible and when God speaks to you, does it align with what God says or with the spirit or what the world says? And so with what God says, then don't you ever move away from that yep. because that's how you literally become the pussification of men when you go <laughs> to the world instead of the Bible. I think that should be a verse somewhere. Don't let your don't Chris let Cruz your young men become pussies. Um I I uh, it's potentially the wisest thing I've ever heard you say, Chris. Um, and you, you've 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 been quite eloquent in many wisdoms, uh, many wise sayings. Uh, there's a lot to unpack with what you said, and I don't want people to I don't want that to slip by because that goes back to my opening monologue, right? 
Uh, and Justin Trudeau always evokes this in me because this is a weak guy. This is a guy who played. I, we made the meme a couple of weeks ago. This is what happens when you give weak men power. Uh, Justin Trudeau is. Uh, I know. I just don't believe the man was mentored. Now, now again, he went to acting class. We know that he he was a, he was a theater guy. I, I, and you can see that like his training comes out. The way he enunciates things, the way he, you know, the, the, his, his elocution, all of these things. You know that he, the, the acting training. But where is the, where is the strong male leadership, right? But again, that's not a thing in, this, in the woke world, in the world of the oppressed. That's not a, woke thing, a real thing. So uh, someone said to me yesterday, and it was so profound when you think about it, used to be, you know, when you were a little kid, you say you're three or four years old and, and your mom or dad's talking to somebody, a stranger, right? And what did you do? You'd go hide behind their leg. And what did, what did your parents do? They'd pull you out from behind the leg and make you speak. Shake hands, introduce yourself, say hello. Now we've become a people who lets our kids stay hidden. They let them stay right behind the leg. Instead of bringing them out and exposing them to an uncomfortable situation, we let them stay hidden. We keep them from being exposed to something that might make them feel a little bit vulnerable. And so they never grow through that. They never develop life's calluses. They never grow that mental toughness, right? They don't know how to exude that sense of confidence. And if you do that, Let's say you make a post on Facebook and you get pretty dogmatic, as I'm known to do. Uh, uh, let's say you make a post. Then all of the weak need, thin-skinned trolls who exemplify everything that Chris just described, here they come. Here they come. You know, they're going to they're gonna do all of this stuff to call you names. And, and it's like, you guys, that's why I said in that opening monologue, we're about to find out real quick what true oppression means. If we don't reel this crap in, because because this is a perfect example of weak men creating hard times and the hard times are they're here to a degree, but nothing like what could potentially come in the days ahead. And I believe they're coming. I, I truly believe they're coming. Um, and I, I don't want to make you I don't want to go all Glenn Beck on you, but I just never known the guy to be wrong. So. Get your life in order. You know, listen, we talk about my Patriot Supply. We don't advertise anything on this show that we don't personally believe in and utilize ourselves. Bespoke Post is one of those. They're another one of those things that help you be prepared. Uh, they got their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post, what they do is they partner with small businesses and emerging brands. They bring you the most unique goods every month. I just got something kind of cool. I got my little travel chess set in this past week, which is good. Right? Because you sometimes they send you some cool, fun things as well. You might want to play chess while you're in your bunker during the, uh, you know, the nuclear fallout. But no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome's got you covered. They got the cocktail stuff. They got the clothing. They got the camping gear. All kind of stuff. You never know what you're going to get, and I love it. Uh, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Answer to the questions that are there. They'll help you pick the right Box of Awesome. And they're going to release new boxes every month. Tons of categories, free to sign up. You can skip, cancel anytime, one button. Bam, there it is. Each box valued at about $70, but you're only going to pay a fraction of the price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses, 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome from a small up-and-coming brand. Get 20% off right now when you sign up, boxofawesome.com. Use code WATCHCHAD at checkout, boxofawesome.com. Code WATCHCHAD, 20% off your first box 
boxofawesome.com. Be right back. Welcome back. Hey, let's do a little verbal Rorschach test, okay? When I say ladylike, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? If it's an image of Lori Lightfoot, the current mayor of the great city of Chicago, may I suggest that it might be time for you to seek therapy? Uh, maybe get on some antidepressants. Hell, watch the movie Beetlejuice a couple times and cleanse your mental palate. Lori Lightfoot, by the way, looks like the shrunken head dude from Beetlejuice trying out for the part of Batman with the dark eye shadow, but was too scary to play either role. And as it turns out, girlfriend's got also, she got a mouth on her, dude. And I mean like a sailor. She's been accused in a lawsuit of telling a couple of Chicago Park District attorneys in 2021 that her dick was bigger than theirs. I'm not kidding, folks. The whole thing started over her wanting to remove a statue of Christopher Columbus that got damaged during the George Floyd protest. When the district attorneys pushed back on her about it, she went off on them. Now, as a general rule, when someone who looks like they eat souls for a hobby tells me that their junk hangs lower than mine, I'm just going to tip the cowboy hat in the general direction of their evil aura and say, I'm sure it is, ma'am, and go on about my day. After all, it's about 8,000 pounds of crazy in a 10-year-old doll body. But our friendly neighborhood Park County district attorneys didn't feel that way, so they're suing her and by the way her tirade didn't stop with a mere comparison of johnson and johnson she said and i sort of quote because this is a family show y'all she said you dicks what the f were you thinking what are you doing you're out there measuring your dicks with the italians seeing who's got the biggest dick <laughs> you're out there stroking your dicks over the Columbus statue. I'm trying to keep Chicago police officers from being shot, and you're trying to get them shot. My dick is bigger than yours and the Italians. I have the biggest dick in Chicago. You can't make this up. Folks, there's a war on, and inflation is high. This woman is driving the cost of asterisks through the roof. Now, not being from the region, I don't know what the Italians ever did to Mayor Lightfoot, but it seems like a lot. Uh, uh, but that aside, let's take a quick look at a little something I like to call the double standard. You may have heard of it, I don't know. I want you to cast your memory far, far back in time when there was once a president of the United States by the name of Donald Trump. If you can remember back that far, you might recall that there was a time when shocking profanity from a political leader was damn near a hanging offense. So I'm guessing that every news organization out there is going to be covering the Lightfoot story for weeks and months to come, right? I mean, they're going to be all over this, like white on rice, spraying wall-to-wall -wall coverage all over your eyeballs and your ear holes, right? There will be calls for her to step down, won't there? No? Crickets? Bueller? Bueller? Folks, I don't particularly care that she's a nasty woman. She looks like she's in charge of clipping the devil's toenails. Of course she's not a nice lady. This is the same woman who, during the lockdowns, had to go get her hair cut and then got pretty nasty when she was asked why she got to go out when everyone else couldn't. I will say, if she was going to cuss anyone out, it probably should have been her hairstylist, but whatever. This is the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe this lawsuit will go all the way. Maybe it won't. One thing, I, I think those district attorneys ought to consider before they get to the evidence phase, though, is what if she's right? What if she really does have a bigger dick? This is scary stuff, people. <laughs> I can't stand it, Chris. <laughs> if Lori Lightfoot reels out an eight-inch dick, dude, that's the end of the world. Well, Chad. I'm moving to Ukraine. Chad, what? is it? Is it 
it's fascinating the double standard on this too. Yeah. Here's a woman saying my dick is bigger than yours, which implies that having a penis right. is powerful and That's ultimate. Right. So isn't this completely the opposite of what this woke world is telling us? It destroys us? the Me Too movement. Yes. It destroys it. Here is a woman, a lesbian, okay? Yes. A leftist and a lesbian. A black lesbian. Black, a person of color. Yeah. Um, a woman in power. Yep. All Check all the boxes. Yep. And she's using the euphemism of having a larger phallus <laughs> as a symbol of strength, authority, might, and the ability to get whatever done you want to get done. So the penis wins again. This is why I've always said we got to have ourselves a foreskin rally, guys. We've got to reassert our dominance, man. Let the wiener win. All inches matter. I want my ounce of flesh. They took my foreskin and I want it back. We're going to put on turtlenecks. We're going to shave our heads bald. And we're going to walk down the street like a bunch of Lori Lightfoots. Let them swing, baby. My God in heaven. They once again just prove our point. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Hey, uh, by the way, you homeschooling parents who are using uh, this episode as a civics lesson, this is just how you fight fire with fire, people. Let it be a lesson. This is, you just caught, look, they set the rules. See, that's the whole thing. I, I will come at you the way you come at me. You set the rules. I'm just playing according to your engagement policy. So that's what we're going to do. You want to come low with me? I'll go low with you. That's the way it is. Plus, it's just freaking entertaining. But can you imagine? I, like, I want... <laughs> there's so many dick jokes that I want to make right now about Lori Lightfoot. One, does it have butthole eyes on the sides of the head? I, I like, I don't do what... Does it have those little wobbly-bobbly... Uh, is it... Maybe it's a shrunken head. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, there's so many things I want to say right now. Uh, I, like, let's just do this. Uh, I think we've got to add. <laughs> People, right now, everyone is breathing a sigh of relief. Thank God Chad has to take a commercial break. But can you imagine Lori Lightfoot naked? I mean, can you imagine? Uh, uh, uh. All right, the highest inflation rate in 40 years has caused the prices of everything to go up, duh, especially the cost of firearms and ammo. As a result, many law-abiding gun owners have stopped training because it's simply too expensive. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro, revolutionary system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. This gives law-abiding gun owners uh, the opportunity to train anytime they want. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. Load that laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Dry fire training is going to help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, a whole lot more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major cali calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp within almost any firearm you own. I want you to go to iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Save 10%, plus get free shipping right now with offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in the day you get it and take it out of the package and load it up. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Go to itargetpro.com. Don't forget, use offer code CHAD, and we'll be right back. 
I know what everybody's been wondering. You've been wondering when is uh, Secretary Blinken going to chime in? Uh, everybody's sitting around waiting with bated breath, wondering, is Blinken going to speak to this Ukrainian issue? Uh, well, he did, and uh, he actually gave the Polish fighter jets the green light. I'm sure Poland's thankful for that. Play the clip. What more can the United States do here if, for instance, the Polish government, a NATO member, wants to send fighter jets? Does that get a green light from the U.S., or are you afraid that that will escalate tension? No, that, that, that gets a green light. In fact, we're talking uh, with uh, our Polish friends right now about what we might be able to do to backfill uh, their needs if, in fact, they choose to provide these fighter jets to, to the Ukrainians. Uh, what could we do? How can we help to make sure that uh, they get something to backfill the planes that they're handing over to, to the Ukrainians? We're in very active discussions with them about that. Look, I've been in, in, in Europe for the last couple of days working closely, as always, with our allies and partners at NATO, uh, the European Union, uh, the G7 countries, and all of us together are continuing to take steps to increase the pressure uh, on Russia through uh, additional sanctions, all of which are very actively under discussion and will be implemented in the, uh, in the coming days, as well as uh, taking further steps to give uh, the Ukrainians um, what they need to defend themselves against the Russian aggression. Yeah. Well, apparently Antony Blinken has a bigger pecker than uh, Lord Lightfoot. Look at that. Look at that. It's the size of Poland. Uh, a Polish fighter, fighter jet. Uh, let you have that image. Um, sanctions. Boy, I know, I know Russia is just trembling in fear with all these sanctions. And uh, I want it, like, I'm going to spend extra time tomorrow telling you on, on t- the Tuesday night episode, I want to talk to you about why Glenn Beck is wrong. Okay. I know. I love Glenn. And uh, I passed the message on to him this morning. I said, uh, Glenn, you're wrong. That's where we left it. Um, the the uh, it's probably where we left our relationship too. Um, but I want to talk about this whole sanctions thing. But I want to go into a little bit deeper because Glenn keeps saying just open up the American pipelines, open up the American pipelines. Let's shut down Russian oil. Let's do all this. You know, mm, ah, mm, 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 not that easy. Not that easy. And I'm going to tell you why. On tomorrow night's episode, you don't want to miss it. Uh, so all these people that are on and look, I, I even I have said, you know, if we had not if we had this open pipeline and American petroleum, we wouldn't be having these problems. And people kept coming to me and I was like, I understand that's an oversimplification. But I'll explain it all to you tomorrow on what I mean. Um, it's funny to me that right now everybody wants to create policy out of, you know, what, however many characters are in a tweet now. What is it? Two hundred eighty. I don't even know. Uh, Two hundred eighty something. But I, but you that's not. Mm, that's not where we're creating policy, folks. It's where we're making comments and observations. So relax a little bit, folks. So we'll see what happens with Blinken's green light. We'll see if Poland can go in and, uh, you know, protect that Ukrainian airspace. We'll see what's up. Still not saying a whole lot on this whole issue because there's a lot of stuff afoot that I just don't trust. But I'll tell you what I do know things about. I know about uh, people on TikTok. Yeah, I do. I'm an expert there. Play me a clip, Chris. I never tell parents, period. On their survey at the beginning of the year when it asked for preferred name and pronouns, it also asked for what you want me to refer to you as when I call home and what pronouns to use. So then I just make sure when I'm calling home, I use what they prefer when I call home. Even if someone told me I couldn't do that and I couldn't call them whatever they want or the pronouns they want without parent permission, I would still do it. (laughs) Mm. So that's a teacher, I'm assuming? It's a teacher. And she's a repeat offender of the Chad Prather show we've had yeah. previous 
conversation about this person that is complete activist. She's yeah. not a teacher. She's an activist yeah. in the system. This is what happens when you turn ideologies into policies, folks. When you're when you're pushing the ideologies as curriculum as well. And and again, this is again, this is not just CRT. This is SEL. This is social emotional learning. This is when the teacher decides, you know what, I can parent better than you. Because that is the philosophy du jour when it comes to the education department in America. They think that the teacher is, uh, they're spending more time with their kids. Remember what we said earlier about mentorship and parenting and helping a child and a young person create their and understand their identity and their sense of destiny where they're going in life so that because they know their history and where they came from. And, you know, you're building this life in order to leave a legacy and all that's dead in the water. And they know, they know that these young impressionable minds are going to be entrusted to them for eight nine hours a day they're going to have more influence than the parents who are off making another buck and the only time that the parents are even spending with their kids is sitting on the sidelines during the little league game or the football practice and they're not actually engaging their child because let me remind you the old adage love is spelled t-i-m-e and you're not investing in their minds so you have these folks out there and they are out there in large numbers they're out there and they want to indoctrinate your kids. They want to. You want to know? Listen, I've told you this before. 1917, October, the Bolsheviks, when they took over Russia, they took all the kids out of the home. They put them in orphanages so they could raise good communists. So the KGB eventually had a place to recruit the uh, interrogators and the executioners. You know who they were? They were the kids that were taken out of the home. This is what you're going to get. This is consistently what you're going to get as long as you're letting the state raise your child stop it cut it off end it quit it Blink. gotta stop it right now hang tight and we'll be right back Oh, man, we are circling the planes like those uh, trucker convoys in the U.S. are circling the Beltway of Washington, D.C. right now. We're coming in for a landing. I'm not used to having this much time on a final segment. I'm not sure anybody's still with us. So I'm so excited to be able to tell you about a few things that are going on. One, uh, I, we're scheduling shows again, live shows, live entertainment. Believe it or not, it still exists. April 29th going to be in the Woodlands. Uh, May 25th, well, they're scheduling way out right now. May 25th going to be in, um, where am I going to be? Going to be in... Uh, Port Charlotte, Florida, again, and uh, going to be in in June. We're going to be in Billy Bob's at Billy Bob's, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I think that's going to be June fifth or sixth. I don't know. We'll look it up, and you'll be you can check it out at WatchChad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. You can do a little shopping while you're there. Go to ChadOnBlaze.com. Get your Kamala Sucks T-shirt, among many others. Uh, ChadOnBlaze.com. And don't forget, this month we're starting the all-new Overtime. If you go to ChadNude.com or you go to BlazeTV.com slash Chad, use promo code MoreChad. Sign up, get your discount, and make sure you join us for Overtime. No, it will not be on YouTube. No, there will not be live chat. It is going to be pure, unadulterated talk. No filters, none whatsoever, but you can only get it on Blaze TV. If you got a Roku smart TV, guess what? The Blaze TV app is right there. Just download it. Boom, subscribe. But use promo code MoreChad so that we get the credit because that's what we do it for is the credit. And while you're out there giving us credit, give us five stars rating on wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review. Tell us all about Chris and how wonderful he is. Just know that we're going to be back tomorrow night telling you why Glenn is wrong. Love you. God bless you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you.